Hello, everyone. Welcome to The Daily Happy. Today is Saturday, August 6th, 2022. I'm Allison Burns. I'm Lulu Picard. And whether you're waking up or winding down, we want to be there for you. Yes, and you can be there for us by leaving us a review. Hey, I said it. Whatever you're listening on, if it's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, whatever, there's probably a place to leave a review. And that's how other people find our show. It's not that you're not good enough for us, okay? It's just that we (laughs) want to expand the family and maybe get some, I don't know, people to help us pay for the podcast. So why don't you just send us a review? It's free for you to do. And we would really, really appreciate it. We also appreciate your feedback. And listen, we got to pause for a minute, talk about some feedback we got. So I think it was a couple days ago, we had a big, long conversation about some cats. We talked about, first of all, that we did note that Lulu and I weren't cat people, but we understand that there are a lot of cat people out there. We also talked about how, well, I thought that cats were basically you know, smuggled themselves into the country on boats. But Amy actually wrote us and uh, she also said, I think cats were brought on purpose. They weren't smuggled, but they were brought on purpose and they were considered magical and royalty in the Middle East. And then she even sent us a link because... (laughs) She was like, ladies, just do a little research. I know. She sent us a link to Wikipedia and it was this article from American short hair about American short hair cats. Yeah. Not not from them, although they probably <laughs> could at this point make a they Wikipedia probably could. article. And this says that the American short hair, ASH, is a breed of domestic cat believed to be descended from European cats brought to North America by early settlers to protect valuable cargo from mice and rats. I mean, that makes total sense. That makes total sense. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. They said that um, when settlers sailed from Europe to North America, they carried ships cats to protect the stores from mice, um, even on the Mayflower, to hunt rats on the ship and in the colonies. Oh, that's good. Yeah. So that's how they got here on purpose. Yeah, yeah on purpose. So they did not sneak in. Although I wouldn't put it past them. Cats are sneaky. If there were an animal, I think about this a lot because I'm weird. If there were an animal that you think is just quietly biding its time and is secretly like, like could communicate with us and is just like, we're waiting for our moment. Yeah. Which one, what do you think it'd be? Oh, I feel like a cat because I feel like I can't read. Ooh, or birds. Oh, Cats and birds, cats and birds. You can't read their energy. (laughs) They, you know, I I don't know. They just always feel like they're waiting. And they also, both of them, especially birds, they build up like a sense of like, try me attitude. Like they're just waiting. Like they're going to sit in the middle of the road. It's like they play chicken with the cars on the beach. If you walk right next to them, they like you are so right. They just stare you down. They're like, who's going to move? Who's going to move? Yep. Yeah. And I feel like when they run away, like, you know how the kids run through like the uh, like the beach and the, the birds scatter. I feel like they do it on purpose to be like, okay, just move. So they think they have control. But at any point, we all could change direction and because attack they this can child. Just, like, yes, they, listen, it just takes one malicious, super smart bird, right? Yeah. Who's like, hold on, 
I can secretly communicate with all the birds in the air right now. And no one knows how we do it. And we strike at dawn. Yeah. hundred percent. I remember when I was on vacation, uh, it was during pandemic. My family and I like went away to like a little Airbnb to like get out of our house, but also just go to another house. And on the shore of like where we were staying, there was this giant tree in the middle of this like island. And, And there was nothing else on the island except a tree. And you could see it from where we were across the water. And every night at the same exact time, I'm not kidding, thousands of birds would flock to this one tree. And it was so loud. It was like they were having a party. And I was like, they're planning something because every night at the same time, like right as the sun was going down, they would all go to this little island. They would meet to have their meeting. And I was like, do you think they always go to the same branch? Like I was just so fascinated by it. Were you fascinated and freaked out at that age? Absolutely. I don't do birds. Again, birds fly. We don't have wings, right? It's not a place that I feel like we're meant to be. Same thing with the water. Sharks swim. We don't have gills. (laughs) <laughs> Those are two places we're not supposed to be. No, I'm with you. I, you know, I agree. I agree. I, yeah. I so agree with you. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. Now you are uh, operating on, we should say, as you, as you talk about your fear of birds, you're <laughs> operating on a uh, very little sleep. I oh, I am. Yes. Yeah. We started to talk about this right as the podcast was starting. Uh, yeah. So Hannah had a sleepover last night with another eight-year-old girl and um, they were up till 2.30 a.m. And like, not like watching a movie 2.30 a.m., like full on. At one point, they had taken all of her Barbie dolls and given them all haircuts. Oh, yeah. yeah. These are active. These are active, active things that are happening. <laughs> so 2.30 a.m., finally, finally, they pass out. They wake up at 8.45, which in a normal to bedtime would have been way you know, like, oh, you slept so long. But no, that they should have slept until 11.30. But they wake up first thing out of their mouth. Can we get Starbucks? And I was like, <laughs> oh, okay, cool. And then they're like, can we make slime? And I was like, all right, okay. So we'll do a Starbucks run. We'll do a Target run. And then as we're like on the way to Target, they're like, can we get our nails done? I was like, no, that's where I'm drawing the line. There's no nails done today. But have you made slime? Not since I was a kid, kid. And I don't remember at all the process. Okay. Yeah. Well, there's new like things, ways to do it. And I knew I didn't want to supervise. Okay. Yeah, so before sure. anybody yells at me. Um, I didn't want to supervise the slime making because I just need some time and I need to record the podcast, do all these other things. So I Googled kid-friendly slime making activities that doesn't include borax because that's a lot of what they use. So I found one that was uh, a two ingredient slime, which is basically clear Elmer's glue uh-huh. Then you can use like a food coloring to change the color of the glue. And then you use gel shaving cream, the gel oh. kind, not the foam, the gel. I was like, perfect. So we go, we buy the ingredients, but it is so expensive. Glue. What glue is? When did glue become $9.99? A bottle? Yeah. Now You're these lying. are these are not the tiny bottles, obviously. It's a little bit bigger, but you need that to make the slime. But $9.99 for clear Elmer's glue. And of course, each child wanted one. So then I had to get two glues. And then they don't make like the old school boxed like food coloring that look like they're little in the little eggshells, you know, the cute yeah, ones. Yeah. No, Target didn't have that. 
they have these fancy, like, you know, the box is like plain white and it just says like food color (laughs) gel and you're, and it's like every color is a different letter. And it was like a six 99 for these like three colors. And then the gel as well is like, it's just expensive. I think I spent $35 on slime making stuff. That's you know? like the admission to the slime. Remember we went to that slime exhibit yes. in New York? Yeah. And I think it was cheaper for two people to go to that slime to the, exhibit. Yeah, exactly. And touch all the slime. And yeah. here's the thing, guys. I, I'm I'm secured and over in my podcast room right now. And they're making slime in my kitchen. I, I hope things are turning out well. I have no idea. <laughs> no clue. You're going to get there and it's just going to be glue and hair. I know. And just... <laughs> Food coloring everywhere. Food coloring everywhere. I know. But you know, the things you do for your kids, but it's it's exhausting. This is why I don't love sleepovers. I always say like, oh no, it's easier because then they're not like bothering you. You can do your thing, but that's not true. Then they just both bother you. <laughs> you know? It just sounds really expensive to have a sleepover. It is very expensive. Yes. Because they always want, and you can't like just give your kids something or just, yeah. So it's like you have but to get that's both. that's the thing. When we were kids, it was like, here's your pizza, kids. I know. I know. Maybe I'm a pushover. No, you're not a pushover. We didn't have as much stuff. That's true. That's I mean, the true. way that you and I grew up, like, seconds remaining. I wouldn't even have thought to go to a store to ask to make slime because we didn't go to stores. Yeah, it's true. It wasn't in our normal. That's why we were talking before we recorded. And I was like, God, I never would have asked to go to Starbucks, but it's because that like little places to spend money like that just didn't exist. Yeah. You woke up, you had your cereal, your cat and crunch, you watched your cartoons and you played with your Barbie dolls. Sounds like a great day to me. Two, one. (laughs)